<laughs> well, I'm done losing money to Spencer. Um, catch you next week. Same time, same place. You are actually gonna look up Lost in the Funhouse, like we talked about, right? It sort of defined postmodern literature for decades after it came out. Oh, yeah, sure. See you, Spence, Frank. See you, Scott. Yeah, see you, Scott. So, as I was saying, I've been thinking a lot about that Wittgenstein quote, you know the one, uh, if a lion could speak, we would not understand him. Mm -hmm. It feels like an unseen choice, you know? Like, why a lion? Why not a pigeon or an ape? It's because a lion is a charismatic megafauna, the stuff of legends. It is not only an animal, it is a beast. Mm -hmm. In the legends, Androcles pulled a thorn from a lion's paw, and that lion spared him in the Colosseum. A folkloric rebuttal to Wittgenstein, in a way. He was spared because he and the lion spoke the same language. Uh. And I just feel like this choice by Wittgenstein has to mean something about language and the self. You know what I mean? Language exists to pull us together, to assure us that we're not alone. But a lion cannot be understood, and why draw the line at lions? Yeah. You know, in the task of the translator, Walter Benjamin posits... I'm going to stop you right there. Firstly, because no, I don't know what you mean. I will never know what you mean, uh, and not as long as you keep talking like that. Well, that's sort of the point of what I'm saying, isn't it? I am telling you I do not know. But the second reason that I've stopped you is because you have to stop scratching. It is driving me crazy. Can you stop for a minute? Shall I leave you the room while you take care of this? Oh, uh, I must have walked through some poison ivy. You walked through poison ivy on your shoulder. What, were you shirtless in the forest? Yeah. Bullshit. Someone who has this much to say about Wittgenstein doesn't go outside. Those are indoor words, friend. I've been outside before. And that's why you're scratching, like you're trying to peel your skin off. That's the excuse you're going with. It's not an excuse, it's the truth. As I was saying, Walter Benjamin... Raise a call, Frank. I'd like to take the rest of your money and wrap up for the night. It's getting late. Fine. I'm all in. You're all in. Frank, that's a horrible play. Even for you. You heard me. Okay, then, smart guy. Show him. Frank, what the hell is this? To be honest, I know very little about poker. (sighs) You can't bluff on a two and a seven off suit. Look, I don't think I can explain this to you tonight. Uh, why do I subject myself to this every week? I thought that you did it because you like the company. Well, tonight, the company won't shut up about lions. But it's, it's not actually about lions. That's what I was trying to tell you. You're out of money, and I'm tired, and I have work in the morning. I think it's about time we start wrapping things up here. Rusty Quill presents... Oops! <laughs> Everything in my jogging playlist is all sort of mashed together. One second. Jesus. What is that? Some shitty podcast I put on while I go about my morning run. Shut up. There we go. Do you want to keep playing Not For Cash? Frank, you can't be serious. We're the only ones left. Can't you quit while you're behind? I feel like I need to redeem myself at this point. That's not going to happen. In four months of weekly poker nights, you've only won one hand, and that was a total... Fluke. What the hell was that? Um, I, I didn't hear anything. Did, did, you, did, did you hear something? I don't know what you're talking about. Spence. You say you heard something. Come on, you heard that. The painting fell off the wall. Oh, right. Well, uh, that was probably hung incorrectly. No, Spencer. That was too damn loud for you not to have heard it. What is going on back there? Are you, what, hiding something in your bedroom? That's probably...
probably just part of the music track, right? Like, okay, so you're hiding something. What in the world could you be hiding that's banging against the wall uh, like what, that? What was it you were saying about lines? Uh, you know, uh, how they talk to people? Hey, that's pretty cool. You know, I was willing to accept that it was the pipes or something until you started to pull this oblivious act. Oh, it's, it's the downstairs neighbors. I live downstairs. Upstairs neighbors. That's, that's you live on the top floor. Sideways neighbors. Well, Those are just called neighbors. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the neighbors, yeah. Oh, okay. It's settled then. It's just the neighbors. It's just the neighbors groaning. The sideways neighbors. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where do you think you're going? I thought it was obvious. I'm checking in on your sideways neighbors. See what all the groaning's about and stopping this, frankly, annoying music. You run to this? You are clearly invested in me not discovering the source of this noise. It is absurdly suspicious. Oh yeah, I'm being suspicious. What about you and your poison ivy? What? What about it? You've been scratching at that all night. Give it up, Frank. Something is going on with you. You've been acting like you're gonna peel off your own skin. That is not normal. No, it's pretty normal to have a rash. That's it. You're changing into something. Some sort of creature. I don't know, Spencer, am I? Are we in a fucking Boris Karloff movie? Do you think that you're playing poker with a secret werewolf? Oh, I know it's possible. Believe me, I have seen worse than that. More horrific than you can comprehend. And is worse than that in your bedroom right now? Perhaps banging on the walls? Tell me what happened to you! Here, look. Asshole. See? It's a rash. I went camping with Doug and Bo last week, and we set up too close to some poison ivy. I walked through it when I was trying to find a place to pee in the morning. I kept scratching at it so it hasn't gone away yet. No fur, no fangs, just me. Oh. Well, then why were you being so guarded about it? I wasn't. I told you what happened, and you told me that I was lying. I was just scratching at it. You're the one that's trying to pull something over on me. You aren't going in there. What could possibly be in there, huh? What could possibly make calm and cool Spencer act like this? Just be honest with me, Spencer. Just be honest. Last week I hit a deer while I was driving home from work, and it was injured badly. Okay, badly doesn't really even begin to describe it. It, it, it was cut nearly in half, you know, but, but it was still alive when I got out of the car, and I could see it staring at me, you know, pleading for help with its frantic black eyes. And I should have just shown it some mercy and killed it there on the spot. But I didn't. I put it in the back of my car. There's still blood all over the back seat. I... I didn't take it to the vet or anything. I was too ashamed of what I did, so... You know, it was suffering because of my carelessness, and, and all a vet was going to do is, you know, euthanize it. So I, I brought it home with me. I thought that if, you know, it were going to die, at least it could pass peacefully somewhere safe. Not in the cold, dark woods. But then morning came, and it... Well, you know, it didn't die. It looked like it was gaining back some of its strength, even. It started to heal, but it didn't heal back the same way, you know. It, what, it wasn't really a deer anymore. 
started growing these fleshy tendrils, extra hooves. And and every day, it, it would grow stronger and further away from its original form. If it even was a deer in the first place, I... This morning, it began speaking to me, Frank. Not verbally, I... I could think what it was thinking. It wanted me to bring it sustenance, and... It told me... It told me to bring it you. You and Scott. Human flesh. Flesh to add to its own, it said. Flesh Flesh to add to its own. It said... And I was thinking what it was thinking, and I had no choice but to consider it. But I couldn't do that, you know? Just just as I couldn't kill the deer, I couldn't... I won't sacrifice you to it. But rest assured, it is still thinking about you. It became restless when I decided not to give it what it wants. And that is why you can't go in there. Okay, that's not funny. I actually believed that you hit a deer and were taking care of it before you turned it into a joke. No, no, no! No, no! Get out of the way! I told you what was in there! Holy shit! What do I do? Get a knife out of the kitchen! Fuck! Get something! Holy shit! I only have butter knives! I don't know what to do! Knife! What? It's not doing anything! Open the window! It's jammed! Just push it! Uh. You could have at least lied to me.